This is Mouth Media Network, the business of being heard. New retail means new ideas, new technology, and new leaders who are thinking in with new strategies. And in some cases, that means strategies about people. Millennial workforces have created a cultural shift in the way retailers manage and cultivate their people. And last year, Lowe's, a leading Australian menswear, young menswear, and schoolwear retail chain offering well-made clothing at affordable prices, won Retail Employer of the Year. And coming up, we're on location in front of a live audience, an online retailer in Sydney, Australia, and you'll find out how Lowe's developed their people strategy and the lessons the retail industry can learn from exemplary people strategies. You're listening to Fashion Is Your Business, covering the intersection of innovation and business in the fashion industry. Recorded on location. Jason, thank you so much for joining me at the podcast studio and online retailer. My pleasure. All right. Uh, we're here, of course, at the 11th edition of Online Retailer Conference and Expo, Australia's biggest industry event packed with the latest insights, trends, tech innovation, and retail solutions. Now, Retail Employer of the Year. Well, let's start there. Now, I'll put a small wager on that you might be biased given your title, Head of People, which, by the way, is an awesome title. I know a lot of folks who think that's their title. So, so <laughs> draw the connection, Jason, between being a successful menswear brand and such a focus on being a successful employer. How purposeful and strategic has that connection been? Look, that's been a really deliberate attempt by us. Uh, we, look, our, our brand's 120 years old. And okay. so, wow. you know, this is not new, but we made a deliberate attempt about 10 years ago to really make sure that we were delivering the customer experience in store, um, online, every single channel we had to customers. And to do that, we knew that our people were key. You know, we looked at our, who our customers were, what they expected, what they wanted out of our staff. And, you know, it's all about relationships. And if you want your customers to have a relationship with your, with your brand, they've got to have a relationship with your staff. And the only way of getting your customers to really do that, sorry, getting your, your staff to really do that, is for them to be completely engaged with your business and to be happy. And, you know, that, that you know, satisfied, happy staff translates to that experience with customers. So it was a very deliberate attempt. You know, we knew that that customer experience was, we could make that a point of difference in our business. And, you know, we really, really targeted that. How much of uh, having a great relationship with your employees uh, and, and partners too, really, yeah. how, how much, because your relationship with your partners impacts your relationship with your employees yes. a lot, right? The yes. way those relationships develop yeah. and impact your employees. Uh, how much of the relationship you have with your employees starts with employing the right people? And how does Lowe's think about that and approach that? 
Yeah, look, that, that's, been a, that's been an interesting journey for us. Uh, we have extremely high tenure. Uh, it's not uncommon for our staff to be with us for 20 years. So um, for us, that piece about who we bring into the business is critical. Um, you know, we have very high standards about how we expect our staff to interact with each other. Uh, how managers treat their staff. So we need to make sure that when we do that recruitment piece, we're recruiting people who are, have those values already and come in and can just fit inside the organisation. And, you know, I think in the recruitment space, look, we, we've, you know, we've, we've gone down the like testing route. We, we've done a lot of the initiatives that a lot of, you know, a lot of re- recruitment, um, people who are familiar with the recruitment space have done. Ultimately, uh, it ends up being something that we try and form that relationship during the recruitment process with that person and really try and understand who they are rather than who they're presenting to be. And, you know, so our recruitment process, it's structured, but the discussions are all informal. They're all discussion-based because you want to really get underneath the surface and find out who is the person where we're actually bringing into... In, in, and we refer to our business as a family. Who are they going to bring into the family? Now, a lot of people think that the relationship that you have with employees and their perception of being a good employer, yeah. and, and which leads to retention and which leads to happiness, which leads to the way they interact with customers and mm. so forth and so on, of course. Uh, how are you thinking about the systems inside Lowe's that enable the employees to do their job, access information, and interact with customers, whether it's in person or whether it's just, uh, is there is there a brick and mortar aspect to Lowe's? Yeah, or there is. All? Yeah, there is. Yeah. So in person as well as through customer service and and then ultimately, uh, you know, any interaction online. Yeah. I guess the question is is how has Lowe's been thinking about the systems that you put in place and the ultimate? See, now that you're been recognized as an employer of the year, mm. suddenly you have a responsibility not to lose that title. Yes. So I imagine that every time you're looking at a system to help the company grow, you're also thinking about how does this impact your employees and their experience and and so yeah. talk about how you're thinking about that. Yeah, no, look, that's, that's, a, that's, that's a really good question. Um, you know, I think, again, it comes back to that strategic decision we made to really make ramp up that employee experience um, so that that would translate um, to that customer experience and you know going through that process we identified there were communication gaps we identified that there was gaps in our L&D we identified that you know there was not a good feedback mechanisms so we went about designing you know internal communication processes Uh, we completely dumped our our training and, and learning development platform and reinvented that um, with the idea of making it as, as easy to engage with our staff as possible and, and really trying to um, implement some best practice around those um, pieces of, of, you know, that open communication. Um, one of the things that we really wanted to emphasize, and this is a long-standing piece inside our business, but really build on that sense of trust and, and openness um, and so everything we've got, we're, we're very open with our staff. Um, but that, that piece around when we bring new technology in, um, we set a pretty high benchmark in terms of it having to work seamlessly, having to be flexible, having to be 
uh, digestible by the by our employees in a way that suits them. Mm. Uh, you know, we we've noticed, and you know, this is no surprise to online retailing, but we've noticed that our our communication to staff is increasingly moved over to their mobile device. They're doing their training and development. They're, they're doing their modules on uh, on their phones, um, and and that's that's been very apparent. And we've we've designed everything for that to facilitate. Mm. So so yeah, so I think. That, that journey is something that, you know, we, we really think carefully about, um, you know, not to say that everything works perfectly well, um, but that's one of the pieces that when we're evaluating, you know, new systems or processes, what's that experience going to be? And I know, uh, you know, at that leadership level, um, you know, that, that's a debate we quite ha- often have between, you know, what you know, we may want to do from a, a, a good tracking perspective. Uh, you know, perspective versus how that's going to impact on staff. Thank you. Uh, you know, Jason, uh, for a lot of companies, the experience of the employees, let's call them partners in a way, yeah. partners in success, yes. is feeling like they are heard and that they are seen as people. You're head of people. Yes. So part of your job, I imagine, isn't just corralling the people into doing what you want them to do. No. But making them feel heard, appreciated, uh, you have an incredible resource of bodies and minds that can contribute to the brain trust of yeah. Lowe's, right? Yeah. Okay, so my question is, how are you hearing them on the things that, they're, that they see as important and not just the things that they're telling you? This. But the things they're also expressing out there. So, for example, a lot of companies will use, a lot of brands will use their social media platforms as an opportunity for the employees to express themselves and amplify, reverberate your voice as a brand. Uh, Some brands will uh, encourage employees to participate in social impact and Mm -hmm. and charitable uh, activities and so forth as a way to not just make them think that it's more than a job, but to get their input on what's important to them. So how does Lowe's, with all of your history, yeah. think about that? Look, I, I think, again, you know, we, look, we, we go down the social media route. We've got feedback mechanisms. We've got, um, we've got all the usual things that you'd expect to find in a business um, from a, you know, a structure perspective. But I have to say, by far the most powerful um, system that we have and the most powerful mechanism for getting that sort of feedback is um, through the relationships that we have with our with our staff all the way down. So I've got a team of business partners and they're spread around the country. Um, we've got 1,800 staff and I've got five in my team and they know every employee and they're regularly out in it, engaging with our staff uh, you know, we have a very open office, so you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm around all over the place, mm-hmm. and people have the trust to come and give their opinions, good, bad, or indifferent, um, you know, to the team, and also through just the line management team as well. Um, and those relationships we leverage really well as a source of source of feedback, um, and you know, we we really work on that um, sometimes to the point where. You know, to keep those relationships going, we may do some things that don't seem terribly productive. Um, you know, and I'll, I'll give you an example. Tomorrow, I'm flying to North Queensland. 
you know, at, at 4.30 in the morning when I'm getting up, I'm going to be wondering whether this trip is worth it. But, you know, we had a complaint from a staff member uh, came through and we have to follow up on that and we have to follow that, that up in person. It's not something that we are happy just to deal with by an email or a phone call. Um, that investment in my time and expense of travelling up to Queensland, having a meeting for an hour and then the rest and the travelling back, whole day is gone. But that builds up this culture of people feeling like they can come to ourselves as a business and have those conversations. And, um, and that, that, is, that feedback mechanism is invaluable. You know, we, we hear about things as they occur rather than as they become major problems. And that gives us an opportunity to business to correct quickly. Um, and again, that, that goes to head office. We, we do the surveys, we, you know, we have the feedback, you know, links, all those sorts of things. And we follow through and there's a closed loop. And again, but I have to say that, that to us is, is probably secondary in its effectiveness to those relationships. Very good. Thank you. Coming up, you'll hear how um, a conference such as Online Retailer uh, gives some insights into innovation and uh, what brands are thinking that can allow someone like Jason and Lowe's to continue to be a great employer, uh, plus what's ahead. Hi, I'm Mark Rako. I'm one of the hosts of Funny People Talking. And the other host is... Danielle Beckman, that's me. That That's the other host. And our producer is Elsie. Say hi, Elsie. Hi. Okay, so you know how I know something's funny? When people laugh. <laughs> Every time they laugh, you know it's funny. So that's the key to knowing when funny people are talking. Because when you say something funny, people laugh. And you know what? On the show, Funny People Talking, people laugh. <laughs> Apparently more to me, Danielle, but you're still very funny. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Check out Funny People Talking. It's a podcast on Mouth Media Network and wherever the best podcasts are found. And it comes out every Monday. I think you'll enjoy it. Me too. Yeah. You know what happens when you enjoy it? You laugh. Jason, uh, as we mentioned, we're here at Online Retailer. There's a lot of brands here. There's a lot of technology solutions. And there's a lot of looks ahead. Mm. Uh, How, for someone in your seat, Mm. head of people, what does that mean, by the way? Let's start there. What does that actually mean? It's a great title. (laughs) Yeah, look, what does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? Uh, Yeah, look, look, I, I think... What's your charge? Look, my charge, you know, it's... You come out of a traditional, you know, chief people officer or, or head of HR. Um, I think we we broadened the title specifically because I, I, the the people aspect. I also am involved in looking after the people aspect from our customer and from our from everyone inside who's interacts with our business and those people relationships are key. So I, I think you know we we broadened the title a little bit there just to encompass a, a broader remit. Um, but look, as part of a senior leadership group, whether you're making decisions as a CFO, whether you're making it as a chief technology officer, whatever it is, there's an impact on the, the people side. And I think that's where the people uh, title for myself, it's a bit of a broader remit 
and you know I, I partner really closely with my my colleagues in those those positions um, just to you know just to be that support for when they're making decisions and making sure they're following they're realizing some of the complications that may occur um, and also how they can they can do that do that people piece themselves because every every if you're a CFO you've got a team you, you're 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 heading up people um, I just have the overall title. <laughs> You mentioned that Lowe's has a fair amount of history behind it. Yeah. But with new technology comes new ways of thinking about things. Um, and as the company, how many employees does Lowe's have? About 1,800 at the moment. How many? 1,800. 800? 1,800. 1,800. Yeah. 1,800 employees. How do you, how big a geographical area are those Look, we cover the Australian, uh, the Australian okay. landmass with about 195 stores and, and our, obviously our online business. So one of the big challenges for any brand, any mm. retailer, is to make sure that the right messaging from the top without filtering by middle managers, without impact from different regions and those respective cultures and how, how they communicate things based on that local culture, um, and you know your your urban versus your suburban are going to look at information differently in yeah in context. How are you making sure that your employees, your eighteen hundred employees across a wide geographical area, are hearing the same thing from the top? Yeah, yeah, and hearing it in a timely manner because if you do a road show, it you know you can only hit those locations so many times and yeah. in that time there's turnover and employees yeah. naturally and so so how do you think about that how do you execute that in a way that doesn't get just get the message across whether it's leadership messages whether it's ethos whether it's instruction or training or procedural or compliance or how do you do that and make sure that you get the information across Jason while keeping morale up yeah yeah Look, it's a it's a really good question, and it's something that it, had you asked me that question seven eight years ago, I would have told you that we were doing a terrible job at it, absolutely terrible. You know, there was a, you know, something would be decided from head office, it would push out, and it would just be lost in the in the mix. Um, but we really spent a lot of time building up some communication platforms that go directly to staff um, that bypass the management to a certain extent just because we needed to get that direct line of communication and that speediness. And what we designed, and we knew that, you know, let's face it, you know, uh, not everyone is going to wake up in the morning and want to hear the, the, the weekly update from the, from, the, from the GM. You know, they're, they're not going to necessarily be that engaged with the business. So we made sure that that platform for them gave them reasons to engage. So we do a lot of a lot of social activity on there. We do a lot of recognition. We do a lot of sharing good experience. It's one big yeah, family. Yeah, good experience stories, be it customer experience, be it staff experience. You know, we, we do the whole birth, you know, births, marriages, all that sort of stuff of celebration. And we find that that engages our staff into that platform. So when we then drop our communication piece in there, they're, they're engaged on that platform. They're reading yeah. it. And, and we find that our, because we track all your our readership um, is really quick. So if we send something out from head office, 
um, we will find that within three days we've got 85% sort of readership through, which which we're really happy with. Mm-hmm. Um, and we usually pick up the rest um, about a week later. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so here you are again, as we've mentioned, an online retailer. Yeah. Uh, you have an opportunity to walk around and explore and, and find different technology, talk to different people, hear thought leadership on innovation and what tomorrow's consumer is, staying ahead of the curve. What is it that you hope at being at something like online retailer you can accomplish that can help you stay a strong brand Mm -hmm. and from your seat a strong employer, which leads to a strong brand? What are you looking for here that can help you do that as you think about tomorrow? And by the way, as we teased earlier, uh, you know, generations are changing. Tomorrow's, look, tomorrow's employee is not today's employee. No, no, very different. Today's junior employee may be tomorrow's management. Mm. So how are you looking at what's coming and being at a place like this and trying to see what you can learn or discover yeah. that can help you yeah. Look, with those things? Again, really good question. One of, the, one of the things I love about online retailing is that it is just moving so quick. And you come to an event like this and you just walk around and you see just so many good ideas, so much innovation, it's so much really at the really forefront. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit, it can be a little bit overwhelming because you look at what you're doing yourself and, you know, uh, you're usually behind the curve. You know, you're always behind the curve because yeah. you almost can't get into the front of the curve because it's moving so quickly. Um, and I think, you know, when you look around and you look at, you know, who you can partner with, you know, you're looking again at who can deliver that experience. Again, we've decided to really focus on those relationships with our staff and customers. Who can, who can deliver something that our customer base and our staff will actually engage with and find valuable? You know, there's one thing for us to put in great back-end systems, but, and the customer may never see it. But if it delivers them a better experience, then it's worth it. So really that's what, you know, we try to look for and what, you know, uh, when I come to these things, again, you know, it's about looking at what's going to give that experience for us. Uh, our business model is just so, is so heavily focused on repeat business and loyalty. And, you know, so that means that our platforms have to be super reliable. You know, they've got to be consistent. And, you know, we don't want the customer to notice that things have changed necessarily either. Um, so I think, um, yeah, for us, that's, that's just a constant, it's a constant piece. And again, um, when you come to these things, you just, I've, I've come to these things for, for quite a while now. And you see so many new companies, so many new startups, so many and then you, you see them two years later and they move from the little pokey stand in the corner and all of a sudden they've got half the conference floor space. Um, and that's really exciting to see. Um, but there's a trap to that. You know, you can fall into the what's latest, what's greatest, you know. Um, and look, I'm, I'm a little bit of a private, you know, tech guy who, who loves tech. And I have to stop myself from going, look, I want augmented reality, you know, experience for our recruitment platform. It's just not... 
you know, it's not what we need at the moment. It's not, we're not there. Our staff aren't there. Our potential em- yeah. employees aren't there. But, you know, I can get a little bit sucked into the, the excitement of that. So I, I think you've, you've got you've to step back a little bit from your own personal, you know, what you like. And again, have that, that thought process of what's actually going to be the most effective for, for uh, you know, for the business and customers. If I ask you to give me one word. Yep. You're stuck with one word. One word that would encapsulate what your current challenge is mm. from your seat. What would that one word be? Oh, that's a really, again, that's a really good question. Um, look, I, I'm tempted to go down and just say, you know, and it's a bit of a cliche, say the, the change, no change. word. Um, does, that, does that mean the the challenge of getting people to adapt to change, or or the challenge of integrating change? I, I think it's the, the the challenge of integrating change. But but you know I, I think that's a bit of a cop out. So I'm not going to give you change because I think that's just a little bit too easy and too okay. too broad. Um, look, I'm probably going to go down um, an avenue of, of of trust, and I'll, I'll say trust is 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 a challenge. Okay. Um, and uh, and I'm going to look for one more word, one okay. more one word answer from you. Yeah, and that is, as you look ahead at what, for, again from your chair, mm. what uh, the next wave of online retail means. However, you choose to answer this, what would that word be to you? Again, a really good question, and and I'm going to um, look. I I think it's going to be around that introduction of of really strong AI. So I'll just say AI, AI, you know, because I think robots. Yeah, I think that's (laughs) you know that that's a game changer. And sure. I think we're only at the very, very baby steps of that. But I think once that kicks in, I, I think that has the potential to really just change the landscape entirely. Um, and now, how do you – how do you? I'm sorry, did I cut yeah. you off? No, no. How, interesting you should answer that, although I'm not surprised, because that, that hits you right in the middle of the belly of being a head of people. Yeah. Because if you have – at a minimum, the way that your employees now have to interact and think about their job changes, even assuming it doesn't eliminate their jobs or, or mm. transform their jobs minimally because of what they're doing has to change. So maybe they're not just talking with people in the store anymore. They're gathering data while they're talking to them and thinking about the fact that they're gathering data so that can go into machine learning. Yeah. Or or insights through data or whatever, so analytics and so so, um, that 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 really is a uh, has so many implications. It, it does, and look beyond uh, the growth of the company. Yeah, beyond the growth of the company, I, I think that whole um, you know the experience you have online now, where you get you know you you you're doing you're buying something that be suggested sell that comes up. You know, we're all used to that. We've seen that. We're all familiar okay. with it. Um, you know, with AI and things like that, you've got the ability for that to come live in store when you're dealing with someone. 
and it become just incredibly powerful. And I think, you know, that there's some, um, you know, how you, how do the staff react to that? How does that actually interact? I think it has, you know, wider societal impacts. Yeah. But yeah, look from a from a head of people perspective, um, you know, it's just going to be a very interesting piece, and and no one's got any. Mm-hmm. No one's got any experience in, in dealing with, with this because I think it's okay. it's going to be a, a absolute uh, moment in our entire society, yet alone <laughs> just from an online retailer. Okay. Let's finish with this. Uh, I, want, I want to get to the human side of you a little bit, okay. maybe, maybe uh, dig into the personal side. Uh, you do travel a lot domestically. Yeah. A little bit internationally, but mostly domestically. Uh, when you go to each place that you go how do you stay grounded what do you do in every place you go that makes you just not feel like it's groundhog day just one it's the same it's another trip to another place it's the same thing i did last week just in a different location yeah how do you stay you in each of those places and how do you stay connected to uh to whoever's important to you in your life yeah look uh i'll I'll deal with the first place staying grounded i i think um, again, it comes down to, um, and again, this is a, a long-standing cultural piece of just having conversations with people. You, know, oh. you might be there to meet them, but you know, I, I certainly don't turn up and start hitting them on whatever the topic is. There's a there's a conversation, there's a softening period, and I yeah. think for me that just you know it, it gives me um, an opportunity just to engage in a relaxed manner without hey. having to think, hey, I'm in my business mindset. What's yeah. what's the objective of this conversation? You know, I, I, you know, if I did that and only that, I, I think I'd find myself disconnecting pretty quickly from the whole humanity piece. Um, but having those conversations, and again, traditionally, you know, um, we, if I'm in another city, uh, I'll take people out for dinner, uh, and there's a social aspect, there's the, the chat, the relationship mm-hmm. building, and that's very grounding. Um, and look, in terms of you know staying in touch, uh, you know, with uh, you know the family. Again, this is where technology's sort of made that quite easy. Um, you know, my daughter and son don't want to talk to me on FaceTime, um, but that's okay. You know, <laughs> you know, not anymore anyway. They're too old, so you know. Um, but that's okay. That's 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 how life flows. So, um, so yeah. No, look, I think that is technology certainly made that aspect of staying in touch a, a, a lot easier. Uh, thank you. And reflecting on our conversation we've had yep. here, as well as reflecting on just being an online retailer uh any final thoughts pearls of wisdom reflections you'd like to share with our listeners no look i I think um look we've we've had a lot of success in this in this place because we've recognized that uh you need to be authentic you need to be trusted and as much as you can everyone's used to the marketing hype spin so, you know, you can go out and do a lot of employee branding and you can put in ads that, you know, you have work-life balance and you, yeah. you've got, you know, diversity programs, etc. But unless you actually live that, unless you actually walk that, um, you know, those things become pretty apparent pretty quick that they're not real. So I, I think, you know, the, I think part of our success is that we make sure that what we actually talk about gotcha. and what we promise we live and I, I think, you know, to, to think otherwise is to be uh, fairly delusional. Uh, you know, people come, you know, uh, my, my children are entering the workplace, they're smart kids. You know, they know, they, they're exposed to marketing 
every single time they open their phone, mm-hmm. they, they have pretty good BS, you know, detectors. So, uh, yeah, try that with your staff. Uh, you try that with your customers. It doesn't last long. All right. Thank you. And, and uh, Jason, how can people connect with you and the things that you're doing if, if they need to? Look, probably the easiest way is just connect with me on LinkedIn. Great. That's, you know, All right. I, that can be the source. All right. Well, thank you so much, uh, Jason Heap, the head of people for Lowe's, which is the winner of the 2018 Retail Employer of the Year. I'm just going to keep saying that over and over again, give it yeah, as okay. much mileage as I can. Uh, congratulations on everything and, and good luck. Uh, uh, on your, your next win. Yeah. No, no, thanks, Mark. It's been a great chat. That's right. Well, thank you very much for joining us. It was great to meet you. All right. Thank you. Uh, that's it for uh, this conversation on location at Online Retailer in Sydney, Australia. Uh, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Uh, I'm Mark Rago. Have a great day. This has been Fashion Is Your Business, produced by Mouth Media Network, copyright 2019. Keep in touch on Instagram and Facebook at Mouth Media Network and find prior episodes at fashionisyourbusiness.com and wherever the best podcasts are found. Thank you for listening. This is Mouth Media Network, the business of being heard.